You are listening to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast, presented by ATBSports.net. Hello there, and welcome to the Beard Brothers Fantasy Football Podcast. I am Beard Brother Dylan. And I'm Beard Brother AJ. And we are here to rock your ears again with another weekly episode. We're a little bit late this week, uh, just because of Christmas timing, honestly. Holidays are tough, man. Tis Christmas Eve. Happy Yule. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Merry Christmas to all of you out there listening. And happy Krimbus. Don't forget about Krimbus. Yeah, Krimbus. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we, uh, we're out here enjoying our holiday season. We've got a couple extra things. Uh, the show's probably going to be a little on the lighter side because the season's done. Congratulations to everybody who won a championship. Yep. Uh, poo on you if you didn't. <laughs> Me in one league, <laughs> specifically. Gross. Poo. But, yeah, we, uh, we've got an abridged version of our show today. Uh, we've got news and injuries, as usual, followed by our play of the week, our cream of the crop. And flippity flops. Our primetime pie results and picks. Uh, we're going to do a little playoff talking, uh, talking about what's coming up with the playoff seating and what we think teams will be able to do. Uh, we've kind of talked about on past shows who we like in our Super Bowl, but we'll go over that a little bit, and then we will recap our CWFL updates now that it's done and over, and uh, that'll wrap up the show after that. So we will jump fucking feet first into the into the deep end. Ten toes in. Yep. News and injuries. Let's see what we've got here. Taking a look, I see Mark Ingram suffered a calf injury. He, So this one was scary. I actually watched him pull up, and I, I was so scared that he tore his Achilles because he just like he tried to get up and couldn't walk. So hopefully I, they're going to rest all their starters in Week 17 anyways. All this injury news is just for the teams at this point. It's If you're playing in a Week 17, I, you're on your own kind of because you need to pay attention to what teams have seedings locked up and – like Lamar Jackson's not going to be playing and they're, they're like half that team's not playing mm-hmm. at this point. Even, even with RG three, if you were to go out and snag him, I wouldn't start him because they're playing Pittsburgh and Pittsburgh's trying to get into the playoffs. So uh, it's, it's, it's RG three. He'll probably break halfway through. The yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even, I can't even, Oh, uh, Trace McSorley would be their third string quarterback. What a name. Former, uh, former Penn state quarterback. They, they actually tried to get him to work out as a wide receiver during the combine, he's like, no, I don't want to. I'm, <laughs> I'm a quarterback. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. see, the, the good news on the Ingram front is it's, he's had his MRI and everything. Everything's just a strain. Just, he's, he's going to get a week off probably because of it anyway. Now he's getting the rest regardless. So he should be back and ready for the playoffs. Yes, sir. Uh, Zach Ertz had a bit of a stinger, had a rib injury. He did play throughout the rest of the game though and was, somewhat serviceable everything went to goddard anyways and he goddard got the touchdown yeah and he destroyed the cowboys he just was open on every play uh, we'll maybe talk about that game a little later <laughs> i don't know if i need to really everyone knows i'm a cowboys fan and it fucking sucked so yeah, see, everybody knows there's probably there was probably a bit of salt in your house yeah a bit <laughs> it was a mine sir <laughs> <laughs> But, yeah, uh, let's see what else. Uh, Chris Carson went out with a hip injury, and then C.J. Procise with an arm injury, which leads to our big news bit of the week. Marshawn Lynch, the Skittles man himself, is back on the Seahawks for a Super Bowl Beast run. mode's going to be, as he put it, running through a motherfucker's face. Yeah. <laughs> out of the field he, again during the playoffs. I saw a thing uh, a week ago. He was at the Oakland Raiders game, because he's from Oakland, and he played for the Raiders yeah. last year. He was there... Uh, get doling out shots to people to close out <laughs> the Coliseum for the Raiders. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are still going to play there, but uh, they're, the Raiders are leaving Oakland for Las Vegas, as most of you know. So he was out at a tailgate party just doling out shots to people. And then a week later, he's on an NFL team. <laughs> yeah, that dude loves his town. Like, mm-hmm. nobody can do anything wrong against Oakland if Marshawn's around. Who was it? It was when... I want to say he was either with – no, he was with Oakland at the time. And they were playing the Chiefs when Marcus Peters was there. Marcus Peters is from Oakland as well. Oh, yeah, because he went and, like, fought his own team yeah, he, to like, help him. Yeah, he stuck up for Marcus Peters because he's from Oakland. <laughs> yeah, and he's on the other team. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it's it's exciting. I'm glad to see him back if this is his probably his last hurrah, I would imagine. His swan song. Mm-hmm. 
And I just want to see him truck dudes. Dude. You know he's still got it, too. Mm -hmm. I think he's 34. Yeah, 33 or 34. Yeah. So in that range. That he'll, right. he'll still run a dude over. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael Thomas, congrats to another Saints player for breaking an all-time record. Right. Or at least Drew Brees broke a career record. Michael Thomas broke a season record. Almost on his last one, too, it was almost a touchdown. <laughs> and then they ended up throwing him one more to get in the end zone after yep. that anyways. But they, they reviewed it. He broke the record and got called down at the one after review. And then I think two plays later they tried to – smash one in didn't get in and then they ran a little play action fake and got him in the end zone so good for michael thomas that dude deserves it he's a freak he is the wide receiver mvp in my eyes oh 100 percent. that year. dude's a fucking mm-hmm. monster 146 catches so far this year and he's still got another game to go mm-hmm. and he's going to be playing too because the saints need to lock up a better position hopefully yeah. so that'll come into play we'll talk about that during playoff talk but that'll more or less wrap up our news and injuries. Uh, our play of the week was a pretty simple one. Kenyon Drake fucking lit up the Seahawks. Kenyon Drake's been lighting it up since he got to Arizona. Mm-hmm. And he... I forgot to put him in our poll. He should have been in our uh, fantasy championship MVP race talk, at least. Because he scored six touchdowns in weeks fi- through weeks 15 and 16 combined. And had a ridiculous yardage amount and just lit teams the fuck up. So if somebody started Kenyon Drake during their championship, kudos to you because he yeah, more so than you, likely won you it for you. took a big chance and it paid off. Mm-hmm. Especially with you know the play of the week being his 80-yard touchdown run. Mm-hmm. And it was crispy. I really thought Wispy. <laughs> I really thought the one defender was gonna get him, but it looked like a turf monster got him. Because yeah. he like hobbled and he's like, No, I got him! No, I don't. But yeah, 80 yards to the house, and it was just surprising. The Seahawks lost to the Cardinals, and it it doesn't affect the standings really at all with them being one game behind the Niners, and they've already beat the Niners once, so they just have to beat the Niners again, which they would have had to do anyways whether they won or oh, lost yeah. that game against the Cardinals. Just surprising to see the Cardinals go up to Seattle with the 12th man and control most of that game. They, they just destroyed them honestly really was it, I, I mean I, the, the I, score was I, I closer yeah the score was closer than it indicated but they just they at no point in that game had control and Damn. the cardinals just erased them from <laughs> from their own stadium basically See, I, I guess kyler did get hurt in that game yes and brent hunley came in and ran all over them I think I seen him like hurdle for a touchdown. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he didn't make any big plays through the air. He just <laughs> he kept scrambling and kept just getting six, seven, eight, nine, ten yards every time. I mean, if it's working, why not do it? Uh, former Packers backup, I want to say. No clue. Never heard his name before. I can't think of where he played. You was it UCLA? I could be wrong here. Hold on, I want to look it up. Brett Hundley. Yeah, see, because the I went when I was watching like top plays, it showed him running his way into the end zone. Ah, I, indeed, I was correct. Brett Allen Hunley Jr. <laughs> going, into UCLA? My, going to my voiceover voice. Uh, yes, yeah, UCLA Bruins. Career leader in both total offense and touchdown passes for the UCLA Bruins. Nice. Runs a 4.63. It's pretty goddamn fast for a QB. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so, he came in and did well. Uh Hurts them a little bit because he was the backup in Seattle for a little bit, too. <laughs> Revenge game. Revenge. Revenge. <laughs> so, yeah, we'll uh, slide out of our play of the week and move right on to our cream of the crop. And flippity flops. I normally already have this ready. However, I am slacking hardcore. My amateur ass beatboxing. <laughs> We need week 16, blood ow. Big surprise, Marshawn Lynch is the most added player. <laughs> is he really? Yeah. <laughs> that is not who I expected to be the number one and number two and number three quarterback. Yeah, it was all over the place. Goodness. Stop pulling it up. There we go. Yeah, Manuel Jones. He, uh, he got helped out, too, because he got an extra touchdown because of overtime. Yeah, that was a wild yeah, three, game. Yeah, three spot starts. Daniel Jones, 352 yards. Uh, tacked down a little extra with 12 rushing yards. Five passing touchdowns on 42 attempts. Number two, Andy Dalton, 32.8 points. Both in the same game. Or no, sorry. I'm, I skipped over one. Or I went one too early. Yeah. 
Uh, these two were in the same game, Andy Dalton, and then number three, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Both had four touchdowns, 396 in the air for Dalton, 419 in the air for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah, that game went to overtime. What a ferocious, awesome comeback for the Bengals. And it sucks because they, they had to like score a touchdown, get a two-point conversion, recover the onside kick. Get another touchdown. Get another touchdown, point. yeah, and two-point conversion. They got all of that, <laughs> went to overtime, and then each Lost team field goal. Well, yeah, each team couldn't do anything until the very end of the game. So, uh, Dolphins came out with a big win on that one. Ryan Fitzpatrick, I uh, I may have lost to you in our championship. Sorry, spoilers for CWFL. <laughs> but I did finish with four total championships out of eight leagues this year. <laughs> nice, dude. How many of those were because of Ryan Fitzpatrick? Two. <laughs> <laughs> Say, was it, was it this week? I'd have to go look back and listen to last show. You guaranteed a minimum of 20 points out of Ryan yes. Fitzpatrick. Yeah, and he, and got, he got 32. Or well, 32, 32 on mine, yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson finishing out his MVP candidate. Oh, Campaign. Lock. Yeah, <laughs> he locks it. I mean, I I said candidate, but he's won. Is if not the only other person, maybe Russ? No, not even close. You don't think Russ? Lamar Jackson's got it locked up, dude. He Look at his fucking stats, dude. I said if. Yeah, but look... Hold on. No, his stats are disgusting. He finished with, like, 1,200 yards rushing. Yeah. 1,200 yards rushing, seven passing touchdowns. I want to say 37 passing touchdowns. Just seven rushing touchdowns. Yeah, you said yeah. S- I was Seven rushing touchdowns, 37 passing touchdowns. He's got it, dude. I, it doesn't matter. I don't think there's anything Russ could do in that final game short of throwing for 20 touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, he only threw th- six interceptions this year. Mm-hmm. Number five, Patrick Mahomes, looking like the elite. And I, I mean, we called it. We both picked the Chiefs to. It was lower scoring than I thought it would be, but the Chiefs fucking boat raced the Bears and yep. destroyed them. And Pat still looked great. Had two hundred fifty-one yards passing, two passing touchdowns, and a I think a fourteen, yeah, fourteen-yard rushing or running, a little scamper into the end zone. My boy. Ryan Tannehill coming in at number six with 23 points. He threw for three touchdowns. He should have been up there too, but I just went with guys who were the top four in week 16. So, But Ryan Tannehill should be a postseason MVP candidate as well. Drew Brees looked great against the Titans. Three passing touchdowns. Derek Carr showed out against the Chargers. I mean, trying to prove that he still deserves a job there. Finished with a rushing touchdown and a passing touchdown, 291 yards through the air. Jared Garf uh, actually put out, I mean, he did well against the Niners D after I think he almost had negative points the first time they played them. Something, it was very low the first time. Mm -hmm. And then uh, for me, it's Josh Allen. No, I know they lost to the Patriots, but I think his performance showed that Probably come next year. I don't know if Tom's still going to be around or not, but if he is, I think they'll they'll push him even harder for that division lead. Yeah, because I mean, he looked great against that defense, mm-hmm. and it was he missed he his completion percentage isn't where you would want to want to see it, but it's the Patriots D, so it he missed on some key throws, but he also hit some big plays too. So, and then let's see here. We can just move on to running backs. I think that's good enough. Yeah, that was top 10. Saquon motherfucking Barkley. Who had like uh, 39 of his 43 points in the first half. Yeah, almost had 300 total yards. Yeah. <laughs> he had, he was like 120 on the ground in the first half alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I mean a 67-yard touchdown run, I hope you. <laughs> yeah, see I, see, I didn't know that. I just mm-hmm. I just kept watching his points just go and Touchdown go. Th- uh, on the ground and through the air. Same thing for the number two, Devonta Freeman, uh, finished with a rushing touchdown and a passing or er, catching touchdown. I never receiving. realized how just stocky and beefy Devonta Freeman is. Yes, dude's <laughs> built like a fucking tank. Yeah, he's a chode, dude. Yeah. He's he's wide. <laughs> he's five foot eight, and I think he weighs. Hold on, I'm gonna guess around like two ten, two oh six. Yeah, <laughs> he's fucking thick. Uh, again, Kenyon Drake, man, uh, he killed it. Uh, Christian McCaffrey, who. Big surprise. Didn't get a touchdown. No, 15 receptions on 15 targets. Yeah, but still busted out 32 points. Yeah. <laughs> Fantasy MVP candidate for him as well. Elvin Kamara got into the end zone. Finally. Twice. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, say Aaron Jones. He also got in the end zone twice and mm-hmm. put 154 yards on the ground. Miles Sanders helped a lot of people in their in their playoff push. He's been think, great this last quarter of the season. But say, was that his best game this year? I think so. Was it 26? Let's see, he had 10, 18, 22. Oh, no, he had a uh, last week against the Redskins, 35. Oh, yeah, I didn't see that. Melvin Gordon gets vultured two touchdowns. <laughs> Austin Eckler did all the hard work. Excuse me. Uh, Ronald Jones finally showing out again. 19.9 points. Philip Lindsay, I want to say, was maybe my start of the week last week. I think he was. He could be. I can yeah, because they played Detroit. Yeah, Philip Lindsay was. I know he was. I'll double check. So, yay. Him. Running back one finish. Uh, DeAndre Washington, if you weren't smart enough to pick him up with Josh Jacobs out, he was great again without yeah. Josh Jacobs there. Damian Williams, I still have zero interest, but he showed out a little bit. Has sixty-five yards rushing. There's just yards. there's just too many running backs mm-hmm. in that in that backfield to be comfortable. And of course, Mark Ingram got hurt in that game after he got you a touchdown. Yep. Moving on to our wide receiver, cream of the crop, Tyler Motherfucking Boyd, who I believe was my start of the week. Yes. Which I can I have the paper right here. Why am I questioning it? I can look it up. Do, 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 writing, notebook. Michael Thomas finishes wide receiver two on the week. We're not going to talk about my running back start of the week. Um, but uh, Tyler Boyd was my wide receiver start of the week. <laughs> Good job. Who was it? I want to know. Who was your running back? Fucking Laird oh. the Dolphins. Yeah, we threw that out there last minute. Uh, <laughs> I had to give him one because he couldn't think of one on his no, own. No, I couldn't. I couldn't think of shit. Uh, Julio Jones. Steven Sims Jr., congrats if you're – you need to go solve crimes or something if you were smart enough to start Steven Sims Jr. Because I don't think anybody had him. Had two touchdowns. I don't think many people have even heard Same of Same thing with Tajay Sharp. Who? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Hunter Renfro finally doing mm-hmm. something for you. Yeah, if if you don't have him... Get you know, him. In a, yeah, I, I mean... It's, it's tough to say because in most Dynasty Leagues, most Dynasty Leagues aren't as small as ours, so he's more than likely owned in most. But uh, Deontay Johnson, 22.1 points. I, I want to see where he goes when Big, Big Ben's next back next year because I think in order it'll go Juju. I think it'll go Deontay, and I don't I don't want to say that's me playing favorites with Toledo because I've never he, really rooted for UT. So He's proved that he could be that spot. And then James Washington, who got took a nasty, uh, nasty hit where he got bent backwards, ugh, and uh, ended up coming back in the game. Or actually, he might have got hit in the head. I don't remember. I remember it was gross looking though. Uh, Devonte Parker, another playoff run guy who helped you help potentially push you to a uh, fantasy championship. I can't talk. I'm going too fast. <laughs> Devontae Adams looking like a wide receiver one again with 13 receptions on 16 targets. That's what you like to see out of him. He didn't even get yep. in the end zone. Uh, Robert Woods, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay. More or less do it for the wide receivers. Tight ends. Mark Mandrews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and let me see. In the two weeks you started him against me. Let's see. Before these two weeks... 2.4, had a 14-point effort, 6.5. So he's hit or miss, honestly, all season. Unless I'm playing you. Yeah. 15 points last week, 27 points this week. <laughs> oh, okay. You go ahead with the next one because Sleeper just rebooted The, the on second you. one was on your bench. It was Mike Gasicki. Yeah, I... I, who the fuck was yeah, I going to start? Yeah, who's not? Yeah, you made you made probably the best matchup decision. Yeah, with O.J. With Howard. Howard yeah. With half that... And receiving OJ, core out. OJ Howard had the fucking targets too. He had several drops, and Jameis Winston had one of his really fucking bad games, throwing one touchdown and four interceptions. Yeah, just just bad luck all around. And I think the one touchdown went to Rashad Perry. I, I looked it up too. If I had started Dalton over Dak, which I I did actually contemplate because of Dak's shoulder issue, and then if I had started Gasecki, I would have beat you. I would have oh, completed I the comeback. I did the math. Yeah. Trust me, I was looking at everything. Quick maths. <laughs> uh, number three, the the one tight end in Philly that did get the touchdown and was all over the place. And that congrats offense. to you if you own him in Dynasty, by the way. Yes, yeah, see, Dallas Goddard. Mm-hmm. Oh, I went to week sixteen. Oops. Number four, who had 
what what I almost was was thinking about a potential play of the play of the week. Oh yeah, his his, his long his touchdown run, catch. Where he yeah. broke that tackle. Mm-hmm. Um, Jared Cook from the Saints and Alvin Kamara threw a nice block for him too downfield to yeah, get him did. into the it end zone. It was a great block. Uh, so he had three receptions for eighty four yards and two touchdowns. No, I know Caden Smith is in front of him, barely by point one. But can we talk about Travis Kelsey real quick? Most fantasy people don't get to talk about Travis Kelsey because he's the top tight end. Hey, he did what you drafted him for. He finished yeah. his tight end one. He was drafted as tight end one. <laughs> so good on him. He looked great. Tyler Higby, I want to say, ended up finishing as a top, yeah, top ten, top eight in PPR after his big stretch of games. Starting in week, I'd say about week 12, he finished with seven. 23 against Arizona, 18 against Seattle. So he had those two super juicy tight end matchups. Yep. Uh, 23.1 against Dallas. Dallas is bad against tight ends when there's one that's even remotely good. Uh, 19.4 against San Fran. So he closed out with his final four weeks, averaging around 21 points. Jeez. Mm -hmm. That's fucking insane from a tight end, dude. So he's, he's a great own in Dynasty. Who the hell is the number two? Because Mark Andrews in PPR is the number three. Who's the number two tight end in PPR? It's not Kittle? No. It's not Hooper. Is it uh, Waller? It could be. That's the only other one I can think of. No, he's number five. Hold on. This is going to bug me now. Like I just looked at it for a joke, but now it's bugging me. It was Ertz. Was it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Kelsey, Ertz. Kelsey finished a whole 30 points above Ertz. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark Mandrews literally tied for third with George Kittle. <laughs> 205.2. And Darren Waller, Austin Hooper. Yeah, Jared Cook, Tyler Higby. I mean, I I know he finishes eighth on the season, but god damn, dude, he was great. He was great for when he came into it. Mm-hmm. Want to snake that into the flippity flops? I gotta go back. Do do do. Let's look down here. Oh, Gigantor played. Mm-hmm. I think he got a touchdown. Um, did he? Yeah, I could have swore I saw Moelle Cox get a touchdown. No, he didn't. Oh, no, he got tackled at, like, the two. He went one for one for 21. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Marlon Mack punched it in. Oh, okay. Is Zach that... Ertz, 6.8. A little, little bit of an excuse because he got injured. O.J. Howard, I know he was – I don't. was he my start of the week last week? I can't remember. I don't remember. Uh, Darren Waller, a little bit of an oof with 7.7. Greg Olson, 5.3. But he he just came back. Injury. Yeah, he just came back. Uh, let's see here. Um, my start of the week, where was he at? Jack Doyle, 3.7. He had all the opportunity. Uh, Jason Witten, who had been the picture of consistency, had a couple drops, or had a drop. That that hurt a little bit, but that's all I'm really seeing there. Noah Fant, yuck. But he was coming off of an injury as well. That's really it. Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> if you were dumb enough to keep starting Jimmy Graham. <laughs> Mac. <laughs> I don't think he's touched his lineup in like two weeks. All right, wide receiver flip, it flops. Amari Cooper. Amari. Was he like 1.2, I think, was he what he finished with? Cooper? Or did he 6. get 6.4. Oh, he got up that high? Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the issue. Four receptions on 24 yards, right? 12 fucking targets. And I think he dropped like three or four of them. Jesus. Mm-hmm. T.Y. Hilton, 5.6. He's fully back from that injury, so there's no excuse anymore. Sammy Watkins still being a flop as he has every week since week one. Yeah, Juju coming back from his injury. I didn't expect much from him, but if you had to start him, which I know based on talent-wise, some people probably had to. Yeah. 4.2. Curtis Samuel, 4.1. DJ Chark, 3.8. Talking into my bottle. Will Fuller, 3.1, but I think he got hurt. He did. Yeah, he pulled his groin. That's right. I for, I Tyler Tyler Lockett, the hell? One reception for 12 yards on seven targets. Jeez. 
Curtis Samuel, 4.1. Some some people are really starting to come back around on him, but that team got slapped by Indianapolis. Yeah, Tyreek Hill was a little bit of a disappointment with 12.2. Didn't he get a touchdown, though? Mm-mm. I could have sworn. No, I was watching highlights from the week He had a touchdown now. pass to Kelsey and Damien Williams. I was thinking of the snow game because I was watching. Oh, some yeah, stuff. Yeah. I was watching some mic'd up stuff from that week. Cooper Cup say, saved his day a little bit with twelve point one. The he, guy, the guy in my taxi squad spot, outperformed two people that I normally would have started. <laughs> Kelvin Harmon, yeah, Reds eleven point two for the Redskins. Yeah, Redskins that's what I went five for six for fifty eight. All right, that'll move us on to our running back flip, 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 flippity flops, flippity flops. Chris Carson did get hurt. David Montgomery, I'm, I'm about done with him. Uh, James White, big oof. i say a lot of people were picking up Deion Lewis because Derrick Henry being out, but Deion Lewis got 9.7. Which is okay. I Which mean, is, yeah, for, for a guy that doesn't start. An older scat back to take over the lead role. It's, an it, older it helped back. a little bit. Yeah. Carrion Johnson came back from his injury at 5.3. You weren't expecting anything out of that. No. Uh, your big one, which helped me. Draw a bit closer. Nick Chubb, 4.5. Yeah, he went from the full Chubb, as I nicknamed him, to non-existent Chubb. They had a couple. He he got like three goal line touches, too. And never got in? Or no, no, no. I think he only had one or two, maybe. He didn't get in on either one of those. And then other times they were play-action fakes to him. And then they ended up either scoring or not scoring <laughs> to somebody else. Mike Boone was a big one. That a lot of people were super hyped on him, I myself included, 4.3 points. Luckily, because I thought about that that touchdown drought that Kamara had, I thought about taking out Kamara and putting in Mike Boone. Thank, God Thank I goodness didn't. you didn't. Yeah. I mean, it didn't matter either way, but still. <laughs> uh, James Conner got hurt again. Shocker. I can't see myself ever drafting him in a redraft league again. No, I, I can't trust his injury history mm-hmm. anymore. Because yeah, it's – especially – in top end picks, if he falls to like the fifth or sixth round, I could see myself maybe taking a shot uh, on him. You're not taking that early round shot like you were this year. No. Uh, yeah, your running back start of the week, two point eight. Yeah. David Johnson, I think his career's more or less done. Dunzo. Well, especially if they keep fucking Kenyon Drake there. Yeah, I think he's in a contract year too. Devin Singletary, you didn't expect a whole lot out of him going up against the Patriots. That's really it. Joe Mixon, 9.3. Meh. Tony Michelle did better, but at this point, nobody's really starting him anymore. No. <laughs> I was trying to hold that sneeze in. <laughs> that sounded really goofy. Oh, God, it hurt, though. So bad. Let's see, quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, again. Yikes! I think his fantasy relevant. He'll, you, he'll still he's a streamer at this point in his career now. Honestly, it depends on matchups and if you have to start him, you have to start him. But uh, Deshaun Watson hurt a lot of people in their championship. Kirk so, Cousins. Yeah. Th- thankfully, I had a good enough lead to cover that. Yeah. Because he got me six point nine. Mitch Oofbiscuit. Seven point three quarterback twenty five right now, and yep. there's and I mean there's one week left overall. So. He'd have to do big things. Mm-hmm. I also I was well. There's also a lot of guys not playing. Yeah. So I was I did I was sitting there like I don't know why I was still so panicked going into yesterday, but like for some reason like I just predicted like somehow Devonte Adams was going to do it for you, but I was like he he needs Devonte Adams to get forty eight points. Mm-hmm. And Kirk Cousins needs to explode on the field. Yeah. <laughs> Almost happened, though. Yeah, 6.9. <laughs> yeah. I was uh, sitting there just kind of saying, like, all right, cool, there's one touchdown. All right, buddy, let's go. Brett Hundley didn't get in the end zone, by the way. I think uh, that was where Kenny and Drake's other touchdown came from. Oh, that's a bummer. I thought he got in. Philip Rivers, his career is more or less done for fantasy purposes. Drew Locke, if anybody was trying to spot start him. I think he was my start of the week. Yes, he was. Yeah, because I trusted that matchup. Yeah, because my quarterback was Ryan Fitzpatrick, and my running back was was Philip Lindsay, and yours were the opposite. You had the quarterback for the Broncos, and then the running back for the Dolphins. Yes. Yeah. Jameis Winston, meh, fifteen points. 
Let's see, Kyler Murray only got you 12. Dak at 11. Yeah, that was a big one was Dak. That Russ at 10. Russ did not have a good day. All right. Poor Russ. Yeah. I mean, he'll be all right. I just – I told you, man. I, I don't like his – I didn't like his last stretch of games. I Like I said, I thought maybe against Arizona, but for some reason, both of his games against Arizona this year, he didn't do jack shit. So, what are you looking for? My pop. <laughs> Found it. But, yeah, so we're that'll wrap up our cream of the crop. And flippity flops. And we will slide on to our primetime pie results and predictions. Holy shit. After you evened it back up, I am firmly in the lead again. Luckily for you, we still have playoffs to predict. Did you go – are you three games up now? There's a four. There's Is four. it four? Yeah, I was three going into this week. And you were like, I need to catch up, so I'm going to take the Vikings. Yeah. How about that? How about that? Uh, we both got our Saturday evening prediction wrong, I believe. Yes, I'm trying to bring it up because what was Saturday was Niners. Yeah, and they were favored by four and a half, and they won by three, yep. I think. So we both got that one wrong. We weren't too far off on the score. Well, maybe we were. Never mind, Chow. Shut up. <laughs> um, Say so we both took the Chiefs. and well, They covered. <laughs> that, that definitely worked out. And thanks to Kirk Cousins. I'm you, know, you know what made me pick that? Not only the fact that... You could have got another game up. Well, not even that, because I picked first, remember? Yeah. So it was your choice to try and catch up. I, one, don't like Kirk Cousins in primetime, unless it was against the Cowboys this year. <laughs> and then I just, I picked the I picked the Packers to win the division this year, and I expected them to clinch it, and they yep. did. So, Good on you, sir. So this week is a little different. There's no Thursday night game. I don't there's, believe there's a there's, Saturday night game. There's no Saturday night. It's all on Sunday. All on Sunday. No Monday night Yeah, well, because they want everyone to have equal amount of rest going into the playoffs. Yeah. So, we each picked a game that we liked, and then we're just doing the Sunday night game, which is the big one, 49ers at Seahawks. But we will start with my pick of the week, Chargers at Chiefs. Chargers don't have anything to play for, but pride. Chiefs still have to try and potentially get a bye week if the Miami Dolphins can somehow pull a win out of their ass against the Patriots and the Chiefs can beat the Chargers. The Chiefs will slide into the two spot and... For the first time in forever, the Patriots would have to play opening wildcard weekend. That'd be crazy. I, I, it wouldn't be good for them. <laughs> right? All their Super Bowl, most I think almost all of their Super Bowls have come when they've had a bye week. So I'm pretty so, sure. So are you taking the Chiefs then? Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs. <laughs> Big time. As am I, even though that gives me... Slap-a-dub-yes. <laughs> It doesn't give me a chance to catch up anywhere, but I don't want to... You still have time. I don't want to fall any farther behind either. Yeah, you don't want to press on a bad pick. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs are favored by eight, so I will say 31 to 17. I will say... Kudos to Harrison Butker, by the way, leading the league in points this year. Who? Harrison Butker, the, the kicker for the Chiefs. Oh, Let's see here. Favored by eight. I should have looked up the. I was gonna look up the over unders too and put that on there, but whatever. We yeah. don't. We, we never really covered over unders. No, we, and we never really take it into effect. Well, we get like a bonus either. half point or something. Right. Um. I'll say because the Chargers defense has been very hit or miss this year. Oh, you have to pick the next two first, by the way, because I picked two first last week. Yeah, I know. Obviously, I want the Chiefs to win. Let's go 35-24. So that moves into the game that I chose, which is the Eagles and the Giants. I don't think the Giants or the Giants don't have any playoff hopes. No, they're firmly, they're, they're just they're firmly out of it. Out of it. And because they beat the Redskins, they moved from the second pick to the fourth pick. <laughs> and the Redskins jumped into the second pick. Yeah. The Eagles have to win. I want to say the Lions are the third pick. Could be wrong about that. Since he obviously has the first pick. Yes. Congrats. Um, Joe Burrow coming back to Ohio. He, he grew up in southeast Ohio, so he's oh, going really? to be playing in southwest Ohio. Nice. 
I'm going to take the Eagles. Eh. Do I want to? Because if it's if it's Dan the Man back there against a squishy secondary. Their secondary has played a lot better. Yeah. The Eagles need the win, so they're going to come. I'm going to take the Eagles. Yeah. I, I want to go with my, my heart over my head because I need the Eagles need to lose for the Cowboys to have any playoff chances. I'm sticking with the Eagles. I Their team's just been gelling really well lately. And I'll, I'll even throw my score out first. I'll say... Um, 27-21. Yes, they have to win by five... Wait, no, the yes. Eagles are favored. Yes, the Eagles are favored. Okay, so they have to win by five. If if their secondary can play as well as they did against the Cowboys. Which there was a ton of drops, and Dak was able to make a good amount of throws, but you, a good chunk of them were like behind receivers. Could you tell his shoulder was really bugging him? A little bit, but not it wasn't it wasn't crazy bad. They still could have won the game with it. Yeah. So can't use it as an excuse, which most Cowboys fans do. Yeah. Which is funny because a lot of Eagles fans had a shit ton of excuses throughout the year too. It's sports. Yeah. Everybody does that. <laughs> um, I don't make excuses for my team. I hold my team liable. I don't make excuses for the Browns. We're just awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just comes with the territory. Um, I think I think we both have the same problem with our teams right now. What? God-awful coaching. Oh, fuck yes. Yeah. Jason Garrett does not have that team mentally prepared. There's, like, kicks going out of bounds, and, like, you blame the kicker, but, it, I don't know, just silly, stupid fucking mistakes that bug the shit out of me. And I, I and Freddie Kitchens, as he has said himself, has no idea what the fuck he's doing. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck to do. <laughs> so, um, I'm going to... Head on down to the Golden Corral, sir. Yeah, good God. This, Have yourself a dinner and just if, call if it If he's quits. not replaced, I'm going to fucking cry. I don't think he's going to be. Um, 24-17 will be my score. Okay. And leads then, us into our primetime game, the one that d- decides the NFC West and has a whole shit ton of seeding implications. 49ers at Seattle. And the Niners are favored. By three. I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover. Okay. I don't know why. I just feel like it could happen. I want Seattle to win, but I don't Oh man, 49ers feel like a team of destiny right now. I don't I don't know if they'll make it to the Super Bowl. I like the Saints over them, even if the Niners are playing at home. But I'm going to take the Niners here, so we'll get our one different pick and give you a chance to catch up a little bit. You go ahead and throw Let's out your score. Three points. Well, it doesn't matter. You Niners are favored by three. So yeah. you can pick the Seahawks to win by one. I think it's going to come down to like a field goal. I really do. Dead last time. And overtime, I believe. Oh, that's right. It was an overtime game, wasn't it? Um, Okay. I think they'll be tied and they'll kick a field goal. I think Seattle's hurt, man. Honestly, I do. And you could see it against the Cardinals. They were playing at home against them, and now they have to welcome in the Niners. So The only thing that worries me is the fact that Seattle – bases a lot of its offense on the run. Mm-hmm. Marshawn hasn't played in forever. Granted, the dude's a tank. I just think it's it's going to be tough to get him acclimated. Uh, running back is, uh, according to experts, is the easiest position to just come in and play. Because you, you know what the gaps are. Where get you're the supposed ball to be run. Running. Yeah. It's the easiest to pick up the playbook. And in a week, he'll have a full week to, to acclimate himself. And, I mean, he played there several years ago, and I highly doubt that they've changed a whole lot there. Yeah. It's, it's still Pete Carroll. Shot, well, he calls defense, but uh, yeah. Schottenheimer is a run-heavy guy, and I'm sure he'll simplify the playbook for Marshawn and make it super easy for him to get acclimated. But with them being as hobbled as they are and having to lean as heavily on Russ as they do, but with that ridiculous Niners front, I'm going to take the Niners to cover the spread of three points. And because we give... We award the team if they hit three points. That's it goes to that team. I'll I'll say the Niners win by three. I'll say twenty four twenty one. Okay. So that'll wrap up 
our primetime pie results and predictions for, well, the predictions week 17. And uh, we're going to do a little bit of playoff talk. It's uh, not really a, a permanent segment or anything. It's no. just something I kind of last minute wanted to fill in because we don't have starts of the week because fuck week 17 <laughs> when it comes to fantasy football. Like, it, you don't get Lamar Jackson. He's the fantasy MVP at quarterback, and you don't get to play him because yeah, they blocked up the first seed. He's just taking a nap. So let me pull up my ESPN standings here real quick. Most everything is locked up. Now, the NFC can change quite a bit depending on if the Seahawks can beat the Niners. And I think that would move, like, Green Bay and the Saints, assuming they can win their games, into the 1-2 and two seed. Now, what would suck for the Niners is if they do lose this game, they go all the way from the first seed all the way down to the fifth seed, and they would have to play either the Eagles or the Cowboys in their stadium. So. Let's see. Scores. No. More. NFL standings. I'm just I'm just happy that the Browns got six wins. <laughs> They're gonna finish with a worse record than they had last year. They're six and nine. They finished seven, eight, and one last year. They already have more losses than they than they did last year because yeah, of that tie. Because of that tie, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm, I'm like we're winning more games. Like I understand we're possibly gonna be seven and nine, but we're winning. It's some not, games. It's yeah. not zero and sixteen. So, if you guys win this next week, you will literally have the same amount of wins that you did last year. I don't care. Yeah, it's progress. I think Odell's out. He was caught in a fiery argument with Freddie on the sideline, and I just, I, I really don't think it's the players' fault though. At this point, I think they're all tired of shit play calling. Uh, real quick, we'll talk about the AFC first here because alphabetically, A comes before N. No. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, New England locked up the AFC East again. All they have to do is beat the Dolphins, which I, I think is going to happen. I know they lost in Miami last year, but they're playing in New England right now. So I think they'll they'll take care of their business. That's what New England likes to do. They'll finish with a 13-3 and record, I believe, and uh, lock up the number two seed behind only the Ravens, who they lost to earlier this year. Which is why they can sit their guys because they're thirteen and two. They're a game ahead of the Patriots. Even if they lose their game and the Patriots win, they're both thirteen and three. Ravens beat them head to head. Yeah. So, must say, uh, I'm going to probably let you do most of the talking here because yeah. <laughs> this is more your wheelhouse. Yeah. Um, Texans locked up the AFC South. Now there is a scenario where they could move up from the four seed to the three seed if they were to win their game and the Chiefs were to lose theirs. I don't see that happening either, so I think it'll be Ravens, Patriots, in order, um, Chiefs at the three seed, and then uh, Texans with the four seed. Now, see, I I will say, because I think if Buffalo wins and Texans lose, they flop, right? No. No, they don't. Really? Because of division leaders. Okay. Division mind. leaders are one through four. No matter what. Okay, never mind. Buffalo cannot move up or down. They are locked into their five seed. They will play the worst of the two teams that won their division. So they'll they'll play the Texans or the Chiefs. Either way, they have a tough matchup. And then I was uh, just looking at records. So like, because the whole playoff thing mm-hmm. is very confusing to me. No, I know, and this is this is why I'm. I'm That's why you're talking. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I understand all this stuff. Now there there are two teams, actually three. Four? <laughs> yeah, I count four teams that are left for the last and final six spot. I don't know exactly who needs to win and who needs to lose. Now, I I believe if the Titans win, they're in. They have they have the strength of schedule on the Steelers right now. And I believe if they win, they're in. Now, if the Titans lose, that opens the door for Pittsburgh. If they win, they're in. So they need the Titans to lose and Pittsburgh has to win. Now, if both of those teams were to lose, Pittsburgh against Ravens backups and Tennessee against Houston's backups, <laughs> uh, Oakland seven and eight. I don't know what weird stuff other than them winning and the and the Titans and Steelers losing. What what they would need to happen to make it in, and then the Colts are also seven and eight. So if they win and then say all those other teams lose, they might be able to make it in. It just depends on strength of schedule and stuff like that. So that is the AFC playoff picture. So, but like, 
What if, like, all those teams explode? <laughs> uh, as of right now, the Titans would be in. Could the Browns be in then? No. But all those other teams up there exploded, so they don't exist. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> if the Browns can beat the Bengals, I guess. Um, <laughs> NFC, we've got Philly in control of the NFC East now after just beating down on Dallas. I know the score was close, but Dallas's offense couldn't do shit. Well, of course not. Three Have you seen your bath. brother? <laughs> my my brother's name is Dallas for out there for those out there who don't know that. So, hi little brother. I uh, made a bad joke. But yeah, I believe as of right now, if Dallas wins and Philly loses, the Cowboys are in. But as of right now, all the Eagles need to do is win. We we'll hope for a Cowboys loss. Eagles and Cowboys went one and one this year, didn't they? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, Cowboys won at home. Eagles won at home. Okay. Uh, as of right now, uh, Green Bay just locked up the North as of last night in the Monday Night Football game after trouncing the Minnesota Vikings, who I believe are firmly locked in as the sixth seed. Yes. Uh, I don't know about that. I'd have to look and see if Minnesota played Seattle this year. Well, it says down here that they've clinched their wild card spot. Yeah, no, they, they clinched their spot, but I don't seeding-wise... If Seattle were to lose and Minnesota were to win, they'd both be eleven and five. So I, they could flip. Five, yeah, five okay. and six between those two. Um, which they honestly probably want. They want to be the higher rated team going in. You want that five spot because you get to play the Eagles or the Cowboys, who are at best going to finish nine and seven or eight and eight. So yeah. uh, New Orleans, there is a scenario where they could lock up a bye week if uh, Seattle were to beat the Niners. Uh, both Green Bay and New Orleans are going to be rooting for the Seahawks because Seahawks at best could finish with the three seed. They can't get a bye week. Yes, that is correct. Because the, the, the first two seeds would go to either New Orleans or Green Bay. So, yeah, playoff race is still looking pretty fun going through week 17. That big, the big, big, big game is, of course, that Niners and Seahawks game, and it's going to determine a shit ton of stuff in the NFC and seedings and bye weeks and all that fun stuff. So that'll wrap up our playoff talk. I'm, I'm winded. <laughs> you did a lot of talking, good sir, yeah. but that's because I had no clue about half of that shit. Because real quick too, playoffs uh, are confusing. Yeah, because we talked about playoffs, right? Um, yeah, so... Cincinnati for sure has the first pick. As of right now, Redskins have the second pick. Redskins are what three and twelve. Yes, yeah, Redskins are three and twelve. There's no way that the Bengals can lose their pick now. They're they're officially on the clock <laughs> already. Uh, and then Detroit is three with the Giants at four. So that is the top four as of right now. Hold on, I want to see one more thing. Right now. And Miami is five. So that's the top five picks as of right now. And here everybody thought the Dolphins were going to tank 0-16. I mean, they could still end up with Tua <laughs> with him getting that injury. Yeah. You think he'll fall? How far do you think he'll fall? I think he could still potentially be top ten, but I don't I, – hell, he could even still be top five, but I'll say in that five to ten range. I don't think that's fair. Well, because you got to look at it. Bengals, Bengals will take Burrow. Ah, nice use of alliteration there. <laughs> um, Giants won't want anything to do with a quarterback because they just drafted Daniel Jones last yeah, year. And he's playing well enough to keep that spot. Redskins just took Haskins, and he's he's actually gotten better. That's the one thing I can say about Haskins. He doesn't he still doesn't look great, but he has gotten more consistent. He's gotten better. Um, and I he did get injured this last game, so Case Keenum will be playing Week 17. But I, I think they'll go a different direction. If they end up with a second pick, they'll go with Chase Young. So Miami is the only other one that could I could see taking him. Uh, did I miss one? Oh, Detroit. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know, man. Stafford's still really good if he's healthy. Yeah. I they have so many other needs, and I they could honestly be a playoff team. They looked really good to start the season. They have all the tools on the outside and, mm-hmm. and in their running backs. Yeah, and TJ Hawkinson, I think, will continue to get better. I, I think they need an offensive lineman. They need a pass rush. If Chase Young is available there, there's a couple other guys coming out in the draft. So 
That'll do it for our draft talk. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, last but not least, we will talk about our CWFL updates. AJ did it. He held on to his 70-point lead. Congratulations to you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, I didn't. I didn't make you sweat it out a little bit. I got it down to within thirty. There, there were a couple points where, like, I or know almost thirty, thirty. I know you, you kept like sending me like, oh fuck off texts because I was like talking about being nervous. Mm-hmm. But there were legitimately a couple things that could have went like, I kept watching the scores like almost like try to even out and then like spread back out again. The thing that still makes me so proud is if you look at all the scores from Championship Week. We clearly fucking deserve to be here more than anybody else in our league. Oh, oh yeah. You scored four twenty six. I scored three ninety five. I I remember getting the text from you last night. I just want four hundred points. <laughs> uh, Sierra, who, which coincidentally was the third highest scoring team in our league, we finished in championship week as one, two, and three. You were you finished regular season as the number one scoring team. I finished number two which I was behind you, and then Sierra was number three, and she finished number three, and did not lose the toilet bowl. I want to talk about that one, because Alex, your team's so young, it doesn't fucking matter. You're in last place, sir. I'm going to get you that toilet trophy the second Chad brings it back to me, and I'm going to fucking mount it in your bedroom for you. (laughs) I'm sure Chad will be excited to get rid of it. Yeah, actually, I might just let Chad give it to him, because they're good buddies, too, so. I'm not going to lie, I really thought Chad was going to take it from me, and, and it ended up being you and him in the finals. I wish. (laughs) I really wish. Yeah, because you wouldn't have to worry about my team. Yeah. Uh, Melissa did end up taking third place in our league, which put Chad at four. And then uh, we talked about Sierra is going to finish seventh. So Alex, in our draft lottery, we went over the rules a little bit. He cannot pick any lower than number two. He He still has a chance to win the lottery and get that number one spot. But he can pick no lower than two because he is the toilet bowl winner. You are poop, sir. And then... Look at Mac finishing as the best team outside of the playoffs. How about that? Which gives me an extra drawing. Didn't Kachow. <laughs> didn't didn't set his lineup for ninety percent of the Neither season. Neither did Brandon. <laughs> I think Brandon gave up because he tanked in the beginning. Yeah. I, well, he didn't set his lineup either. He still got injured reserve guys in. I was really hoping that he started Derrick Henry, uh, Elshon Jeffrey, Calvin Ridley. Oh Jesus! <laughs> like. I was hoping... But because Mac won and I have his pick, I get an extra drawing because he's... Mac's won two games, so that's two two drawings I get for that. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, but if Cousins could have put up like a, like a good 20, 30-point game, which I was hoping, or if Anthony Miller would have helped out this, this week... Good God, no. <laughs> but I could have almost doubled Brandon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that'll wrap it up. AJ is the champion this year for now. I'm actually kind of glad you won the more I think about it because I feel like the likelihood of people quitting would have been a hell of a lot more. If you A hell of a lot higher. Back to back. Back to back to back because before we turned it into a dynasty league, remember I won it in our initial year? I don't think I was in it then. Yeah, you were. I'm pretty sure you were. I don't think I was. Oh, you, ju- you might, ju- no, you might have taken Dallas' spot. Yeah, because I, I, ju- I jumped in and, on the dynasty. Yeah, I had Chad, Sierra, Melissa, and Brandon. They they were all a part of it, and Alex. And I think Dallas, and then I had somebody else, uh, Mac, replaced. Yeah, because uh, I jumped into the dynasty mm-hmm. last year. So, yeah, this would have been my third consecutive <laughs> year of winning this league. And it w- this, this was back-to-back years for you and I in the finals. Mm-hmm. So right now we're one and one. Mm -hmm. So I need to see you again in the finals, good sir, to finish this draw. Yes. Uh, Or at least even in the playoffs. Right. I'll I'll accept a playoff. Just settle something. Yeah. I'm honestly contemplating. We got a little more time to fill out. We're actually a little short for once. I am contemplating adding two more people because an eight-man league is Bush League to the point where we would do our draft, right? And then we would have a compensatory draft, more or less, for the two remaining teams where we have to drop five players off of each of our rosters, and then they get to draft every free agent from then on out, like one, snake it, one, two, two, one, one, two, one, two, one. So I'm contemplating on who we would add, and I still got to try to maintain. Sierra didn't win, quote-unquote, the toilet bowl, so her likelihood of staying seems better. (laughs) She um, just thinks her she thinks her team's bad, and I her know team's she not bad. No, she has the third best team in our league. I yeah. know she didn't make the playoffs. She got kind of screwed on like some people 
outscoring her when they didn't have the right to and stuff like that, but that's fantasy. And she was the third highest scoring team in our league for a reason because she has a good team. Yeah, she does. And she's, now, see, like, I know. So basically, what you're saying is that we add two more people. Mm-hmm. The eight of us do our rookie draft and then drop five people we say, fuck it, get out of here. Mm-hmm. Okay, I could do that. We'd have to find people local that we know and trust. Fitch? Yeah. I'm sure he'd be in. Yeah. And they'd have to be okay with their teams being bad to start because they're basically uh, expansion teams. Yeah. So, and, but I say, none of my running backs on my starting are leaving, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, those four fuckers carried 90% of my season. Mm-hmm. I should. I might even make it seven. We'd have to drop seven players. By bench. To, yeah, to give them a, a fighting chance. And, and, I mean, honestly, that's what, if we're getting new people in, we'd have to sweeten the pot a little bit. Yeah. So... We'll talk about that a little more later, but that'll wrap it up. Uh, congrats to AJ for winning our league. Congrats to Alex for being real shitty at fantasy football. <laughs> In the end, maybe he'll have the last laugh because his team is just so young. Unlike unlike him. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm older than him. I know, but whatever. <laughs> right? Ye old fucks. <laughs> As you once said, ye oldie bitch. <laughs> Donut. It's not oldie. It's just. Dude, you've said ye oldie bitch. Have I? Okay. To, you to my face. Whatever. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that'll that'll wrap us up. I want to give a shout out to Super Movie Bros. Don't forget to check out their pod. They just put up a review for. Uh, I think they did like Rise top, of Skywalker. They did top Star Wars. Moments yeah, they did top too. Star Wars moments in I preparation. Haven't to, I haven't had a chance to listen to it. In yet. preparation, I'm going to see it Friday. Uh, me. Dallas, Cody, and Sierra are all going to see it. I have to give her an abridged version of The Last Jedi because she I hasn't s- seen it yet. It's on Netflix. Is, is it? Yes. It's on Disney Plus. I know that. Yeah, so you just have her watch it. Well, it was on Netflix, I think. It's still there. Really? I, I was scrolling through Netflix That's weird. before you got here. That's weird considering that Disney Plus. Yeah. They probably just said, fuck it, leave it there. Well, I'm assuming Netflix paid for a certain amount of time, so. Yeah. But, uh,. Yeah, we're going to see that Friday, and yeah, don't forget check out check them out. They're at Super Movie Pod on Twitter, and then just Super Movie Bros. If you want to check out their Facebook, that one's run by Jay, and then Dave runs their Twitter. They're both awesome dudes, super helpful, and we will be appearing on their show. So if you want to keep an eye out for that, uh, probably sometime during January, I got to talk to Dave more about that. But um, <laughs> don't forget to check out ATBSports.net. Wonderful articles posted every week. Guys like Alex, John Kaufman, Chandler. Um, Oh, Erica, I want to say her name is. Yes. Yeah, and they they just keep putting out awesome bangers. As I bangers, like to call fucking bangers, bro. And uh, don't forget to check out Across the Campus podcast. I don't have any shit to talk to them. Not not right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't even their, care. Their beards are inferior. Their show is inferior. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, we we have talked a lot of shit about AJ, but his, he does have a pretty. Nice he does beard. have a good beard. <laughs> But really good beard. The, with bowl season and, and prime effect, mm-hmm. those those just guys kicked are, off today. I think thought it was last Saturday. Was it? I don't fucking yeah, know. The, I think I heard Alex talking about them recently. Okay. Um, so keep an eye out for you know them talking about that on their podcast. They they've been going over each bowl game as they happen. Mm-hmm. So and all of our podcast brothers and sisters, uh, they're all on atbsports.net. If you Click on the podcast link. It'll show you every single one that they have. They have Jags podcast. They have Cavs podcast. If you if you're a basketball fan after LeBron left, <laughs> and then uh, I mean, they, I think they have a Cowboys one coming up too. Must say, I haven't seen any hockey on there. If I liked hockey more, I would offer that we do a hockey one. I've been. I, I send a message to Chandler. Mm-hmm. I sent it to him like three days ago. He hasn't responded. Of course. Um, but. I've been send it to Alex. He'll get back I'm, to you faster. Uh, yeah, I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I am actually contemplating starting one either next season or middle of this season. Okay. So I've I've been in touch. I know I know enough about the sport of hockey. I just don't I don't know a good portion of the players. I've been in talks with two people that are very much into the sport of hockey that would be able to go more in depth with it. So, I think I could maybe name five Red Wings right now. Go for it. Dylan Larkin. Did Cronwall retire? Yes. Damn it. 
Oh, uh, is it Nick Bertuzzi? It's Tyler Bertuzzi. Tyler Bertuzzi. I know. I it's is it's his nephew. Yeah. Mm. Surprised you haven't hit the one big one because he's still there. Not Pavel. Daddy retired. He plays goalie. It's not. Why? What the fuck? <laughs> it's not Osgood. No, God. He retired no. a long time yeah. ago. Um, Howard? Yep. So there's three. Mm-hmm. God, I know I know more. Hmm. Teddy's gone. There's Larkin. There's. God damn it. Who's the other one that I really like? Ah, boy. <laughs> I can't think of it. We'll, we'll continue on after the show, but uh, that'll wrap <laughs> us up. Thank you all for listening. Don't forget to check us out on, on your chosen podcast listening app and give us a five-star review if you are so inclined. Yes. <laughs> I couldn't think of words. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, we will see you guys next time. Merry Christmas. Keep it. Merry Chrysler. <laughs> <laughs>